uh, one lady, if uh, this turns out real bad, she's got one chance. She, she'll be leaving, so that's her way of escape. And uh, so, uh, turn with us to Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 and Luke 4 and verse 4. <clears throat> but he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And then Luke 4 and 4. And Jesus answered saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God. Amen. Man shall not live. Amen. Uh, life is more than bread. I said life is more than bread. Uh, the Chinese proverb was this. If a man had two loaves of bread, he sold one and he bought lilies with the other. Amen. Naturally, he needed the bread. Amen. But he also needed the lilies. Life is not just, uh, you know... Uh, the things that uh, we might, but uh, man needs the highest development, uh, and uh, he needs that. It may seem only as an ornament or a beautification of something, but the laws of life came because that there was a need. But lilies came because there was a need, so we need bread. And we need lilies. Could I hear you say amen? Amen. You need more than just bread. The Bible tells us in Revelation chapter 21 verse 18. And the building of the walls of it were as jasper. And the city was pure gold. Likened to curved glass. And the foundation of the wall of the city were garnished. With all manners of precious stone. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, and the third a chalcedonium, and the fourth emerald. Amen. When God made the city, He just didn't make it with uh, things that just uh, are permanent, but He brought the beauty. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God. Thank God there is a beauty that's beyond, amen, what this world might seek for. Hallelujah. Amen. It, uh, whatever our conditions are in life, if we are poor as Job's turkey, amen, there is always that uh, there's something we'd like to add to our dwelling, our, our, you know, on the table. Uh, to put that vase of flowers to add something to them. Amen. Or whatever it might be. Young girl, uh, she might want to add uh, maybe a flower in her hair or what it is. Amen. But we want something more. Right. Amen. Can I hear you say amen? Amen. amen. Uh, uh, you remember 
the first time uh, we were introduced, Brother uh, Cody, to the Kuna Indian, they love neckties and hats, right? It wasn't something else, those little, little men. Amen. So it was to add something to their life, a hat to a Kuna Indian or a necktie. Amen. Uh, it was desirable to them. There was something extra, something that made a difference. Amen. Thank God. I said, thank God. Amen. The great thing about life is our desire for the finishing touch. We like to have the finishing touch. Amen. Hallelujah. When, when uh, Solomon built the temple and they put those uh, large pillars uh, around the porch, amen, on top of them was carved uh, the works of Lily, amen. It did not add any strength to it, but it did add something, amen. It added a beauty to it. There was strength. And there was beauty, glory, amen. Man shall not live by bread alone, but he needs something else. Can I hear him say glory, amen. Something that finishes, something that makes it complete, amen. And so uh, uh, Ruskin said the moment that we make something thoroughly, amen, then we want to adore it and add something dainty with it, amen. Hallelujah, amen. The Egyptians said we build like giants, amen, but we finish like jewelers. Glory, amen. There is a God, amen, who is the author and what? The finisher of our faith, amen. And so there's no joy on earth uh, uh, that is comparable, amen, with the joy of finishing well, finishing well, glory. Just didn't finish, but it was a well, uh, amen, finishing, thank God. Uh, a strength for stability, but also the works of art there, amen. Uh, the humble may hope, amen, for heaven. One man said, I hope for heaven. But he said, really, I hope uh, that open gate for me will be wonderful. But if I can step in and see a smiling face and hear a voice say, Amen. Welcome. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. And then he said, Oh boy, won't that be something wonderful to hear God say, Amen. Well done. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord taketh pleasure in his people, and he will, what? Beautify the meek with salvation. That's not just an instant work. Uh, a few years ago, we still trying to make some of us pretty. <laughs> Amen. Amen. It seemed like it might take him a while, but he'll get it done. Amen. So we're looking at this true life. This life that we seek for, this life that we hope, amen, not just a mere existence, but we want to have life. 
and I have a life of more abundance. Thank God. Amen. Uh, to be a conscious of happiness. Amen. It's just uh, uh, sometimes it's just a success over disappointments or joy over sorrow. Amen. But the desire is this. Amen. Uh, that uh, all the living that we live will end right. And be finished well. Couldn't I hear you say glory? Amen. And so man does not live by bread alone. Amen. But there is something else. It could be riches that men seek for. But riches will not fill the void. When the loved one that you have loved so dearly has passed on. There's no amount of riches will take the place of that person. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And so when it seemed like joy is gone forever, amen, joy has fled. Amen. Then the elements that we seek for is a higher life. Amen. Oh, amen. What is he to live for? What is he to have? What will cause him to have life worth living? Number one is faith. The Bible said the just shall what? Live by faith. Faith in a God. Faith in a Father. Faith in a Redeemer. Faith, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank God. So faith comes and faith lifts us up. Faith has command of all the virtues and all the grace is just to believe. Amen. The second thing. Amen. To add to that life that is worth living. It's a thing called hope. Hope. Amen. Thank God. The just lives by faith and hope brings us old sayings. Amen. Thank God. It brings an anchor. Glory. Can you lift your hands and worship the Lord? Not only is there faith, not only is there hope, but then there are things that God appoints for our life. The appointments that God Amen. And to those who are bearing burdens that cannot lift them, that God gives you the opportunity of lifting those loads or helping those things. Life without brotherly love is not life worth living. It is by brotherly love. Amen. Thank God. Glory. Amen. The testimony of a good conscience. The testimony of a conscience. Amen. Hallelujah. The condition. Amen. That will bring us to a perfect uh, us place with God. Is to have a conscience that's void of offense. Thank God. Amen. Amen. To have a life 
of heavenly appointed. Amen. Glory. Amen. We thirst for a lot of things. But he said he would give us a drink that we would never, never thirst again. He said that he would put a, a, a river in our innermost being. And so if any man thirst, let him come unto him and drink. Oh, to have a life furnished by the drink that God Almighty would bless us with. Amen. Stay with me. Amen. Hallelujah. I started working on this last night, and I see I still didn't get too far down the road with it. Amen. But the Bible tells us in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 18, And the Lord said, It is not good that man should be alone. I'll make him a helpmeet for him. And so here, amen, is the, uh, the part of life that God adds to life to make life wonderful. It's called a helpmeet. When man meets his struggles of life, there's that helpmeet, amen, that can help him in those struggles of life. Not only is she there for that or he there for that, but for the development of the intellect or, amen, the moral sympathies that she adds to our, our daily lives, amen, and to join him with him in worship. Glory. Amen. One of the most pleasant things that happened to me when I first got saved, amen, it was, uh, you know, it seemed like it, uh, you know, uh, I had a fear of religion for some reason or another. But uh, when I, I asked Doris to read me to them some scriptures in the Bible, and she read and read, and I never did say anything. Finally, she just got tired, and she said, you want to read some? Amen. I took it, and I began to read with her. Such a pleasure. Oh, such a pleasure. Now, not just worshiping by yourself or serving God by yourself. Amen. But worshiping together. God saw that man was lonely. God knew that man needed someone with him. So he prepared what? A helpmeet. Thank God for a helpmeet. Amen. For the perfection of manhood, God gave a woman. Amen. Uh, there in this, this ability to, to give a, a, a compassion to a lonely man. Amen. So a marriage, amen, helps and puts a finisher, amen, to companionship. Marriage is to aid man. Hallelujah. Amen. When the urgent demands of life come, she helps him meet those urgent demands. When man was completely lonely, amen, God gave him a wife. Marriage, thank God. Amen. So the provision for man and his needs. Amen. God considered his wants and his needs. And he brought out of his goodness 
And out of his divinity and out of his heart of love, he presented him with a helpmeet. Glory. Uh, can I hear you say glory? Amen. Often you would perish without that. Oh, amen. So God magnifies his mercies to us by giving us a helpmeet. Amen. The abundant goodness that God adds to our lives by our companion. Amen. You see, there's something great beyond marriage. It's called family. 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 And there cannot be that family, that relationship of a family. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. So the relationship of a family, it, it comes into its being from a man and woman married and given each other in marriage and accepting. Hallelujah. Amen. And then comes this, hum, uh, well, I don't know hardly how to say that, that word that would bring us to harmony. Amen, that would add greater harmony in our life. Amen, but that companionship. Amen. You see, one of the greatest unities in, in the universe is the unity of light. Amen, those, what is it, seven colors? They all become one. Amen. Hallelujah. Man and woman become one flesh. And then they bring into existence a family. Amen. It is by this family, amen, that this finished product can come about. Amen. The ultimate of joy and peace that would come to our lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Therefore, shall a man leave his father and his mother that makes pretty hard hardship on guys. Amen. To leave mommy and daddy. <laughs> They'd be joined to the woman and they twain become what? As light, as colors became one, then we become one. Oh, glory. I said, oh, glory. Amen. The great things that brings life. I mean, life from heaven. Amen. Glory. You know, the higher life is now accomplished by unity. Unity. Now listen, listen. Amen. We learn a whole lot from uh, our marriage, and, 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 and then we become uh, unified in such a way that we would, when uh, I married Doris, I, I had never drinking co I never drank coffee. Uh, I just never. We didn't. Mom didn't fix coffee uh, for breakfast for her family. Of course, she drank postum. And I always thought that that stuff was bad. Hey, bad. It was like <laughs> to me, it's like moonshine. <laughs> hey, bad. But uh, hey, bad. I, I never drank uh, coffee, so. 
Doris fixed my first meal, and and there was the things, the toast, the biscuits, the gravy, the eggs, the meat, etc., and a cup of coffee. And I said, I don't drink coffee. And so she picked up the coffee, took it away. Well, a few days later, she had another breakfast, and there's a cup of coffee sitting with it. And I said, I don't drink coffee. So she picked it up and, and took it away. Went a few days, and she fixed uh, breakfast again, and there was a cup of coffee. So, <laughs> hey man, she's either persistent or I'm easy broke in one or the other. Hey man. And I, and I, got a, I, I started just sort of sipping on that coffee. Hey man, really, I really wasn't drinking it, man. I was just sort of sipping on it and... Next morning, another cup of coffee, and I, I, I began to sip on the coffee, then I began to drink the coffee, then I began to expect the coffee, and I, I now get a cup of coffee in bed. Amen. We learn a whole lot from the unity. We learn what life can be from the unity of hearts that love one another. Hearts that desire to do things one for another. Amen. Husband, love your wife even as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. And then wives, you be submissive. No amens there. I got it back there on the love, but I didn't get it here. Submitting. Now here we, we're coming into something other. Amen. Amen. I'm looking at my sister, and she's looking at me very sincerely right now. Amen. But we're talking about more. More. We need something more. You remember when uh, uh, Caleb... Uh, I told the man that that would take the the mountain, the, the city there. He would give him his daughter, and so uh, uh, Caleb's younger brother, he took it, didn't he? And he said, "All right, amen." So he gave her the southern, southern part, and then she come to him and she said, "Dad, I want more than this. I want more than this." It's a southern part. It's a hot part. The sun shines hot. I need something else to make my life prosperous, my land prosperous. I need those uppers and neither springs. Whew. Thank God there is things that we need from heaven. I said there's more, amen, for us if we'll seek it like Achis did. And she got it. You can have it if you want it. If you'll ask and seek, you'll find it. Amen. Amen. And so this uh, relationship of marriage that takes place and this uh, unity that becomes so powerful until you're thinking something and she's thinking it also. You're saying, getting ready to say something, and she says it before you say it. Amen. 
until it becomes a powerful force. A powerful force. A powerful force in prayer. A powerful force, amen, in worship. Hallelujah. When we love right and we uh, yield right. Amen. And so this, this uh, accommodation comes for this uh, purpose of a family. Amen. This family will not live in harmony lest husband and wife live in harmony. Amen. They will not be able to produce the peace that should be in the home if they don't have peace one among themselves. Oh, how powerful it is to love your wife. Oh, how great it is to be obedient to your own husband. I'm still waiting for an amen. Amen. So man and woman, they come, become to this remarkable unity. Amen. Which produces uh, a great welfare for the family. Amen. True harmony instead of discord. <laughs> Would I... I was in the military. My first sergeant's name was Charles Smith. And uh, I moved north to Fort Campbell, Kentucky. And uh, we moved there in that little uh, uh, apartment that I was able to find for $50 a month. And it, uh, we had one room. And it consists of bedroom, living room, and uh, a part of uh, another room there consists of a table and a couple chairs and uh, and then there was a, a, a bathroom that was outside of our doors which consists in our neighbors and ours together <laughs> amen and then uh, uh, which there was uh, one refrigerator for them and us and, uh, so old sergeant first sergeant he come over to see how we'd settle them and he walked in he said this won't do he said it won't do this is no, it was just won't do. So that woman can't stay and live in this. No, no. He said, amen. He said, I think I know where there's a little trailer that's close to me that uh, I'll, I, I think I can get it for you. Amen. So uh, uh, he said, all right, get ready to move. <laughs> and so we moved where oh, uh, uh, Charles had, uh, had uh, found this trailer. And we lived in that gigantic, I think it's 24, 26 feet. I don't remember which one. But uh, it had a, a bedroom, living room, kitchen, all together. <laughs> they didn't want to separate it, you see. So they put it all together. It bad. And, uh, but, oh, uh, uh, Charles and his wife were, were such, you know, he was my first sergeant, and he took a very good liking to me because he found out that I was Pentecost and come from a holiness family, and his mother was Pentecost and a holiness family, but they were also snake handlers. I refused to go to church with him. <laughs> Amen. 
But, amen, so they invite us up. They're going to fix a meal for the new moves inners. So they fixed the meal, and we were supposed to be there a certain, certain time, Deb. We got there, and they were just lovey-dovey and giggling and laughing and uh, uh, petting one another. And we sat down at the table to eat. There wasn't one complete, one thing complete. Every plate, it was either broke, something broke off of it or half of it. Uh, there wasn't a glass that hadn't been uh, chipped off. I mean, everything they had was broken. And they'd just gotten a big fuss, or a little fuss, just before we got there. And they took turn about, breaking the plate, breaking the cup, breaking the saucer, breaking something. <laughs> Whew, boy, ain't that heavenly. <laughs> ain't that heavenly. Hey, man, there's a world today that lives in danger of eternal judgment because they do not love and they have not unity. Amen. And the children are not happy. They cannot be happy. Amen. When you talk about a family, boys and girls having the same name, living in the same house, same parents. Amen. But uh, living in such a violent, violent way. There was a family that lived close to us. They were in that uh, area. Well, they were the most prospered people in the area. Uh, uh, they had the best house. They had the best of it all. But they had one other thing. If they couldn't find somebody to fight, they'd fight among themselves. Amen. And, and when it really got out of hand, Mama would whip all of them. I mean, these grown men. We're not talking about just little boys. Then she'd go and whip every one of them. She'd grab by the shirt collar. She'd slap that and grab the next one by the chest. She whipped every one of them, Brother Bruce. And she'd march them to the house like it was kindergarten. Amen. But here's a payday. Five of her family died a violent death. That discord will bring death. It'll bring violence. Oh, we need more than just bread. We need more than just a bank account. We need something else. Amen. Oh, how wonderful. How wonderful it is. Amen. And Luke chapter 12, verse 15, and he said to them, take heed. And beware of covetous, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesses. Amen. There is something else he needs. Amen. Besides bread. Besides money. Amen. He needs. He needs a living God. Amen. Things... There's three things here. Amen. The, the affections of the heart and the gifts of the spirit and, the, and then the temporal riches they blend in. Amen. But we desire the best gift and the best gift is what? 
love. Love. Amen. Glory. Amen. It's uh, that beautifying. It's one degree today, another degree tomorrow, until, until it's heavenly. Until it's heaven. Amen. The grass springs, the plant sprouts and shouts, and the corn flourish, and the tree grows. Amen. But if we have any light in us, any life, it will be cause of the spirit of life, of the spirit of God that's within us. Or else the grass withers and the flower fadeth and the tree is plucked up. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The word life, it really here, it takes us into the sense of happiness. Man's happiness does not consist in bread alone or in money alone. Amen. Life, therefore, amen, it, this consists, means it, life depends upon this. Life depends. Amen. Your life, your life of peace depends upon your relationship with God. Amen. And so a man's life consists not in the abundancy of things that it possesses. The clothes may be warm. The house may be warm. But if this one item, amen, is missing, how miserable, how miserable are the unconverted. How miserable are people that live in the same house, try to have a family, without harmony and unity among them. Amen. Have I worried you? Seemed like I worried myself. Amen. But I felt the Lord deal with me on this. Uh, man lives not by bread alone. And family can never consist in that unity unless there is a love and unity between husband and wife. Between wife and husband. Could I hear you say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We learn to desire the best gift. Amen. And that desire for the best gift that we seek after. Amen. Uh, let me go ahead and see if I can do any better. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20. My son, attend to my words and incline, thy, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them. And here's a word, health. To all their flesh. And keep thine heart with all diligence. For out of it are what? The issues of life. 
Amen. The issues of life, the things that will, you will gain. Amen. There, and he says this word, they will be health to you. Health. Life without health, as Ben said, is not worth living. I disagree. But because you're sick, there's no reason for you to be like Luther or Whitefield desire that you die early death. I don't believe that. I believe God's desire is this, to satisfy you with long life. And it is a proper Christian uh, 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 thing for us to desire long life. Amen. Hallelujah. And this, this word, health, amen, health, uh, you know, so life uh, without health is a struggle. It's a very hard struggle. But uh, there can be a very victorious thing by this. Proverbs 16 and 24, pleasant words are a honeycomb and sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Health to the bones. Doris has told me uh, a few times about uh, uh, part of my early sickness at uh, Bristol Hospital and where uh, that uh, I was dying and uh, and this one nurse passed by. I'd been to her grandmother's funeral a few, two weeks prior to this, and she saw and knew that the Raph Horton that was dying there was the Raph Horton that, of Grant Horton's boy, that they had such respect and love for Grant Horton. And I don't know the sequence of all that, the doors told me that uh, when I quit breathing, she'd grab me and she'd pull me up in the bed and shove me up and get my jaws placed and she'd scream at me, Breathe, Ralph! Breathe! Amen. Amen. She said it was a fight and it was a struggle. Amen. But after a while, they got the help. Amen. That they needed and I lived. Amen. But it's that health. Amen. Breathe. And uh, she said there was another time that uh, when they all thought it was dying and probably was, had uh, she got up my face and screamed at me, Live, Ralph, live. Live, please live. Amen. There comes a time in our lives that we need that person to help us to live. Amen. To help us. Amen. We may not have the health of the youth, but there's something about it that we live. Glory. Glory. As a as uh, Dr. Shermer had, uh, you know, he it was the uh, 17th day of December that uh, 
he had uh, fully retired. And he, he, when he, he said, now I'm retiring. And uh, he said, ain't no need talking to you about retiring because uh, when you was over in the hospital over there dying, you was preaching. And so I know you ain't going to quit preaching until you're, you're dead. And, uh, and so he said, I'll you know, appoint you another doctor. And so this doctor that we went to see last week, and I was in there. And, and so the nurse, she came in. She got uh, uh, the medical history. And, and finally the doctor came in, and he's going over the medical history. And we started uh, back in uh, where Doc had took a couple of uh, cancers uh, from a face uh, through surgery. And, and uh, you can tell it didn't help the face, but <laughs> it did take away the cancerous part out of it. Uh, but, uh, and, and then uh, the nodule that uh, Doc uh, 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 Shermer sent and, uh, and got uh, uh, Dr. Joe Clostro to take it out and then they buy it and finally couldn't get it. He said, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. I just don't understand. No, he didn't understand, Brother Art, because there was a God someplace stepped in. Amen. No, he didn't understand. I didn't try to tell him either. Amen. If he can figure out by his own self that there's a God that stepped in. Amen. Then let me live. Amen. Thank God. When he passed by and saw you polluted in your own blood, he cried out, what, Adam? He cried out, what, Adam? He cried out, live. Amen. The Son of God passed by and saw us polluted in our sin. Amen. But there was a fountain coming from the cross, and he cried out, live. Live, live. Amen. Amen. And so the scripture says in Isaiah 58 and verse 8, Then shall thy light break forth as of the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee, and the glory of the Lord shall be thy re reward. Amen. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re reward. Amen. A lot of, I've heard a lot of folks to, uh, testify and say, now he put this ornament on us, and, and we've got a helmet and shield and all that, and, and but said that there's no, no protection from the rear. You fail to read your scripture. He is our re reward. I think the back is well taken care of. I think he will well protect you. Amen. Well, he is your re reward. Is that, is that enough to shout about? Is that enough to lift your hands and say glory? Hey man, he's going to protect me. Hallelujah. Amen. And then that uh, scripture that, uh, that uh, I have a plaque in my study where I look up 
Brother Art. And it says, Jeremiah 30 and 17. And there is a plaque that says this. For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds. Amen. Uh, I, I, I don't know where I really would desire your sympathy or not. I probably would. Not that I think you would too any time that you're in any type of, uh, of sickness or any time of uh, uh, a need that you desire the sympathy of people. I think we all do. Don't you, Brother Steve? There's just something about that. There's a healing force in it. There's a healing power in it. When there is that sympathy in that time of sickness that it comes to you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the struggle of sickness is a very, very hard thing to overcome. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, the brother said to her the other, other night, I don't remember, maybe in you, Jason, where you said uh, uh, that uh, one of you said uh, you, you developed a pretty close relationship with Doc Hess, didn't you? And I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir, from the first part of it, uh, uh, yes, there was and, 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 and there is, was the uh, last goodbyes that we said the other day as he been my physician there at the university. And he said, I'll get you somebody. I'll get him in a place you want me to get it. I'll get you somebody. Amen. But uh, the, the story is this. You see, Doc Hess had a brother. His name was Ralph. And they tell me, his wife told me, she said, my husband Ralph was a lot smarter man than Dr. Charles Hess was. She said, I was his nurse. I went with him in, in the hospitals. I, I, I worked by his side. I was his nurse. And she said, my husband would go to the nurse's station and he'd call for all the, uh, the files for his patient. He would take them and look them over, lay it aside. Take it and read it, look it over, lay it aside. Take it and look it over. Until he'd done every one of them, then he'd hand them back. She said, we'd go to every one of those patients, and there was not one item that he did not remember with clarity. And so all of a sudden, here's another Ralph. And here's the story behind Ralph. That Ralph and all of his brilliance got to drinking and then became involved in things that he should never have been involved in. And then he committed suicide. Now here's the other part of the story. His funeral was conducted by his brother, Charles Hess, the eulogy, and the preacher, Hansel Chillers. God will add to your life. God will add the good things, the spiritual things, the lame. Amen. That will bring happiness and peace to your life. 
If we ask and we seek, there's more to life, amen, than just bread. Behold, I'll bring in health and cure, and we'll cure them, and we'll reveal unto them. Amen. And so this first, he says, health. To another, riches. Amen. To another, a good name. And these all. Amen. But uh, it must be then all these in order to reach the highest of prosperity in life. To reach the highest Amen. In life, it must come from God that provides. Amen. Uh, you know, there's these delightful things. Amen. The Bible said, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. You've got that one. The Bible said, you could accumulate the exceeding riches of His grace. The Bible said, there was unsearchable riches of Christ. And the Bible said there was riches of his glory. And the Bible said the reproaches of Christ was far greater riches than all the treasures in Egypt. The worst day you ever had with Christ is greater than all the riches of Egypt. Amen. What is your life? It's, it's more than just bread. There's more to it than just bread. Amen. And so, amen. Hezekiah, when they told him he was going to die, he turned his face to the wall. And what did he do? He wept and he prayed. And God said, go back and tell him I've added 15 years to his life. Amen. Glory. Why don't you live so that God will desire you? Why don't you live so, amen, that your life will be desirable for heaven? Brother Steve, uh, you're not going out on the first trip, are you? Up there, I mean tomorrow. You're not leaving for a few days. Right. I hope that you live a long time. I think he's brought you back from death. I think that he's brought you back, Sister Shannon, from no health to pretty good health. And who knows what it'll be at tomorrow, Brother Steve. And would we all be glad to hear, amen, that God had come and added 15 years. Amen, let's see if you're old enough to take that. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, to live because, amen, when he says, I'm going to satisfy you with long life, 
and show him my salvation. Amen. Let the days are in wisdom and his right hand. Amen. And her most excellent gift is life, peace, hope, joy. Amen. Children, children, children. Amen. You know, I got just a little bit more. And uh, the last time I looked, some of you said, you ought to quit 10 minutes ago. Well, I probably should have, but I didn't, did I? And, and, and the Bible said, for he that will love life. God wants you to love life. He wants you to love every day of your life. Amen. Amen. He that will love life and see good days, let him reframe his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. And let him eschew evil and do good and let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous and his ears are open unto the prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. And so he that will have good days. Number one, watch your mouth. What the Bible said right here. I just read it to you. Watch your mouth. Oh, I'm just quick to speak. You better shut up. You're going to lose the goodness out of life. You'll lose the good friends. Amen. By speaking quickly. And, and, and he said, Amen. Then reframe your tongue from evil and his lips from speaking of guile. Watch your conduct. I just got a quick temper. Watch your conduct. Amen. We're talking about he that will love life. Amen. Uh, my wife is, uh, has taught me many things, and I'm glad for it. She's a very loving person. And uh, I look and see her now 73 and me 76 and and the things that i've been through and and the reason i'm alive is because breathe ralph live ralph amen but she's taught me many things at that of, of the nature of her mother loma boyd you'll never know her you'll never know her but she was one of the most mild-mannered women I ever met. She was one of the most godly women I ever met. She never was forward. She never put herself in a forward position. She knew her Bible, and there wasn't any need of trying to explain or argue any scripture. She'd already read it many times and was reading it again. Amen. So, Doris has done many things to make us a home. And uh, you ladies here in church, make everything you can to make your family a pleasant place. 
for them to come together. Do it. Make, make, do everything that you can to make that table, put that extra vase of flowers there. Amen. Put those extra things there that will make it a pleasant place. And then for Doris to step out and say, there's no arguing at my table. Well, I'll tell you, Brother David, that big Amen. So I've been telling her children, her grandchildren, children, you better enjoy her because she's given everything she's got to see that y'all have a good life. Husband, be good because they're doing everything they can to help us. Husband, love your wife. Amen, because... In this world that we're living in, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. You sure don't want to break up your your home. You're one flesh now, and you don't want to fool with any other flesh except that one flesh. Could I hear you say amen? Amen. Boy. Now listen, now listen. Now let's get this thing straight. You're going to die and I'm going to die, but I'm not going to die until I do die. You hear me? Now come on, now come on. Brother Steve, you're not going to die until you do die. Now come on here. Come on here. Hey, bad. I thank you a lot of times that you encouraged me when I thought I was dying. And I thought it was just a few more days. And it was a struggle to lay down at night and think about uh, leaving and leaving your precious wife and your children without sufficiency. Amen. And I'd say, Doris, you know, I did everything I could to live for you. Amen. I, I think we're I think we're trying to run too fast. And we ought to slow down and just love one another. And we're not seeking for thrones. We're not seeking for great things. But we're seeking for good things. Good things. Those good things that make life worth living. Husbands and wives... When you go to bed tonight, what you going to say? You going to say, good night, darling? Or I love you? You say, you're, 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 you're crazy up there. You're silly. No, I'm not. I'm saying something you need to hear. When you wake up in the morning, and you wake up, and you look over and you see a careworn face that's, been your wife for 51 years, you'll say, Oh, I love you, woman. That may not be much to give her, but that's the best to God. That's the best to God. Amen. 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 Put up sign, no quarreling here. Edith, Edith Cantrell, 
and gone. And, and it, it may not affect you, but it sure did me. It affected me because that Brother Calvin doesn't have Edith. He's got, he's got children that love him, will take care of him, but there's no Edith. He said, Brother Ralph, my clothes. He said, she always, she's like my mother. She always laid out my clothes. And we came over here tonight. He's talking about the funeral home. Somebody else laid out my clothes. Now that means something to a man that's had a wife that's been virtuous for 71 years. What a treasure, children. What a treasure. Amen. Amen. There's some things I should say here, but I, I refrain from saying them. Uh, but you're going to need something that you don't think you're going to need in a few days. And bread is great, but you're going to need something more than bread. Stand with me. Apologize to you, Sister. I did the best I could with the subject I felt like the Lord gave me. Amen. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll miss you like missing our own hands. And uh, I think there'll be a few of us praying, bring them back, Lord. You think any of you will join me? <laughs> Let them know that they're going out and under the, under the gun. <laughs> Amen. Very wonderful people. Our Father tonight, Lord, we live and move in Christ. Our life is hid with Christ in God. This life, oh, how precious it is. It's just not for a day, but it's for eternity. I pray that you will help these precious people, these people that are trying their best to get the good things of life, and it belongs to them because you desire to give it to them, and help them to obtain it. Help them, Lord. In Jesus' name, and everybody said amen. Amen. Give me see. Gonna sing for me, huh? You know, I just gonna sing, yo. Lift me up above the shadows, plant my feet on higher ground. Lift me up. Lift me up into my weakness. Lift me up into thy strength. Lift me up above the shadows till I stand with thee at least. Well, lift me up above those shadows. Well, lift me up and let me stand on the mountain top. Hey, I forgot to make my announcement. Thursday night, Brother Pettit will be here. 
And the uh, Martin family will be in town tomorrow night. And I think they're scheduled to be over at Brother Randy Webb's. And then I told them to, you know, to come on to church that the Brother Pettit was scheduled and come on and be with them if they would. So uh, you see them tomorrow evening down there someplace, just tell them. It's your, your privilege to say, you got to come to church with us Thursday night, though Brother Pettit will be here. And then they're going to have some type of practice for something other. Uh, Saturday and let's see what is that what are they practicing for and Ben Dorsten we just hand the preacher ten dollars <laughs>